0: Welcome to American Dissident Voices. I'm Kevin Alfred Strom. Two days from now, on 26 February, 2024, it will have been 50 years since Dr. William Pierce formally incorporated the National Alliance as a Virginia nonprofit corporation. For about five years before that day in 1974, he had been moving the Alliance's predecessor organization, the National Youth Alliance, from a radical racialist youth movement opposing the Jewish counterculture to a far deeper, more spiritually based movement of white racial idealism and practical racial community building. Hence the change in name and the new formal organizational structure. Ever the extremist, when it came to frugality, Dr. Pierce never did replace the large sign on the door of his Arlington office, which still read National Youth Alliance when I first crossed its threshold in early 1982. He retained the name ATTACK, for its main print publication, until he changed it to the more serious National Vanguard in 1978, which is still being published today, albeit online instead of on paper, at nationalvanguard.org. At around the same time, he also changed the name of the Alliance's other print publication, which is still printed on paper and mailed to National Alliance members every month to this very day, from action to the National Alliance Bulletin. With the perspective of 50 years, 42 years of which I have been personally involved, what thoughts and feelings strike me? As this great half-century anniversary approaches, what has been accomplished? Where do we stand now? Where do we go from here? As I wrote on the 50th anniversary of the National Youth Alliance, by the 1970s, Jews had so consolidated their power over the United States that a leading theologian, Billy Graham, And the then President of the United States, Richard Nixon, in a private conversation that by a happy combination of circumstances happened to be recorded, would both acknowledge the toxic nature of Jewish influence, but be powerless to act against it, and fear to even say anything about it publicly." My friend, Dr. Revelo P. Oliver of the University of Illinois, surveyed the situation just before the halfway point of this century of war and resistance, and he concluded in 1969 that all conservative approaches had failed and were doomed to fail. When the culture distorter has captured the culture, When those who want you dead control all major political parties, all major media outlets, and almost all academic positions, you have nothing left to conserve. What is left? Dr. Oliver asked and then answered. Only the biological fact of race the yet discernible vestiges of our culture, and the yet fresh memories of what we were not long ago. Those are all that we have left from which to create, if we can, a new nation to replace what we lost. This is correct thinking and advanced thinking even today. It is astonishingly advanced thinking for 1969 when Dr. Oliver spoke those words. You gain nothing by pretending that those social institutions are still yours when they are not. You gain nothing by pretending that the police and the military forces arrayed against you are yours. You gain nothing and, in fact, cause irreparable harm by serving the geopolitical interests of those who have captured your government. You must become revolutionaries. You must bypass or shatter existing institutions and make them anew. The time servers and sellouts and conscious enemies who constitute the old elite must be swept from our presence forever. We must constitute a new elite. A daunting goal, perhaps, but the only goal that makes sense. It was considerations like these which impelled Dr. Pierce, also a friend of Dr. Oliver's, to guide the National Alliance away from a mere reactionary opposition to the Jews' subversion of America and European civilization and toward an all-embracing, systematic, white, racialist, evolutionary view of life and the universe, which alone can serve as the basis for a necessary generations-long struggle to establish a new white nation, and which alone can save those of our people who yet can be saved. Few are still standing today who were fighting this battle for our race and who knew that the enemy of white survival is the Jewish power structure back in 1974. Many fought the good fight, but left no living legacy, no lasting institution to continue their work when age and time or the enemy stilled their hands. But that is not the case with Dr. William Pierce and the National Alliance. True, when ignorant self-servers like Walker, who probably couldn't even spell cosmotheism, much less understand it, and the well-meaning but in-over-his-head gleeby, got hold of the Alliance for a time, we almost lost it. They tried to shear off all the qualities that make the National Alliance unique. Its spiritual basis, cosmotheism. Its rejection of Christianity. Its cosmic evolutionary mission. And in the interest of getting more warm bodies under a big tent approach convert the alliance into just another generic pro-white group, something for which there is essentially zero demand and a tremendous oversupply, even in the still tiny world of pro-white activism. Attending some ethnic dance festivals trying to start some legislative lobbying and calling Dr. Pierce a dead man whose ideas could now be safely ignored didn't help. Enter Will Williams, myself, and a hard core of Piercian thinkers who in 2013 started our own renewed national alliance, which would have, if necessary, taken over the real National Alliance legacy, just as the Virginia non-profit corporation of the same name founded by Dr. Pierce faded beneath the waves of blindness, avarice, and stupidity. It turns out that that wasn't necessary, though. In 2014, the remaining corporate board members of the National Alliance voted to name Will Williams as chairman, replacing Glebe. Since then, the National Alliance has been back on the upward path again. And now, the new white community represented by the Alliance is back. New land is being purchased. Buildings are rising. Homes are being rebuilt. Marriages are being solemnized. And children are being born. Memorials are being erected, and a new library and research center named after the man who started it all, William Luther Pierce, is being built. And one building of that center is already standing. I think it is fair to say that we of the National Alliance's first and second generations have succeeded in readying the Alliance to continue into a third and further generations. We have built an institution that will last. It has already stood for half a century now. And I don't think that the near loss under Walker and Glebe would have proved fatal, even if the corporate board had not named Will Williams as chairman. The Virginia Corporation would have faded away, and the new Pierceian alliance with Will Williams at the helm and almost all Dr. Pierce loyalists as members would have taken its place. That is all. We would have been deprived of some real estate holdings and other assets, perhaps, but the alliance the real alliance, which is far more a spiritual entity than a legal one, would have lived. I believe that the ideas and ideals of William Luther Pierce are strong enough to inspire and orient the lives of exceptional men and women long into the future and will actually do so. To really understand what the National Alliance is, our perspective must be extended back more than those 50 years to even more than a century. One hundred years ago, a man named Adolf Hitler, in the midst of his country's degradation and exploitation, came to understand the nature of the Jew and the danger he posed to our nations and civilization. In what can only be regarded as so near to a miracle as to impress even the most hardened realists with the force of divine providence, Hitler and his National Socialism raised his defeated and prostrate nation to heights of greatness never seen in human history, and came very close to defeating the enemy forever. Germany and Hitler were immolated in the battle, but the war was not lost, nor did it end. It was a war against white people, and it is still being waged today, though not all can see it yet. It is also a war for the soul of white people, and we who are fighting that war are gaining That is why the Jews are frantic to ban us and stifle our free speech. More than 60 years ago, a brilliant artist, writer, and speaker named George Lincoln Rockwell had a religious experience. Inspired by the great insights, works, and titanic struggle of Adolf Hitler, Rockwell succeeded in planting the seeds of a new national socialist and Hitlerist movement in the United States. A bit more than 50 years ago, Rockwell's great gifts of charisma and of expressing great deep truths in a form that any intelligent man can instantly grasp, gifts he shared with Hitler himself, attracted the attention and support of a young physicist and rocket scientist, William Luther Pierce. And in this case, it's not a cliché, because the rest is really and truly history. Dr. Pierce would go on to his two great tasks, organizing the National Alliance and adding to the great conception of National Socialism a true and necessary spiritual foundation, which he called Cosmotheism. This, I believe, will be marked as his greatest achievement. Today, thanks to the work of men like George Lincoln Rockwell, William Pierce, Revelo Oliver, and many who have followed them. More and more white people are seeing that the war on white people is happening right now and is very, very real. It is our task to properly educate, inspire, and direct. Those awakening hundreds of thousands so that they become fully awake, evangelizing, organized millions, disciples of a new and holy effort to build a new white nation and a new white world. Do you think that posting funny memes about Jews on the ever-shrinking free space of the Internet Helps much to build that white community that will become a new white nation? Think again. Most of these memes have no link, no contact point, that leads anywhere. Building white community and defending that white community for generations so it can become the seed of a new white nation takes organization. It takes personal sacrifice. For many, it will involve moving. It will involve giving up an easy life. It will involve letting go of some relationships and building new ones. So if you really do see value in creating clever or funny memes and posting them, for the creator's sake, put a link to the National Alliance up with them. You can even use any of our flyers and graphics which already point people to the alliance that are freely downloadable at natall.com/flyers. That's natal, natall n a t a l l .com/flyers. All efforts to save our race should be directed toward not only convincing and influencing our people to see their value as members of our great race, to see their peril, and to understand clearly that the Jewish power structure is our primary enemy, but also toward directing them to finding their place among us by joining or promoting or in some way supporting the national alliance and our growing white community and our infrastructure of organized resistance. For almost all of us, mere individual efforts are like shouting alone amid the din, of no great consequence, heard by only a few. But together, Uniting our efforts, we can create the roar of a thousand voices and be heard round the world, then a hundred thousand, and ultimately we can make that roar into a hurricane of millions that will sweep our enemies before it. Nothing you can do with your life matters more, and nothing is more glorious.